Welcome, friends, to another uplifting episode of the School of Doza. I extend my heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you for being a part of our vibrant community. All of us here are dedicated to holistic well-being and a hope for a better, healthier future. Your commitment to embracing a healthier lifestyle truly inspires me every single day. In today's episode, we delve into a topic that affects many of us at some point in our lives, recovering from the flu. Today, it's going to be essential to equip ourselves with knowledge and strategies to overcome this common sickness. It halts life, it comes with a myriad of symptoms, and it often requires a thoughtful and comprehensive approach to recovery. Throughout our time together, we'll explore various ways to, bang, to bounce back from the flu, incorporating holistic practices that nurture both body and mind. From immune-boosting nutrition tips to restorative exercises and mindfulness techniques, my goal is to provide you with a well-rounded guide to reclaiming your vitality after a bout with the flu. Before we start, make sure to check out the actual school because I have an online school. I teach classes every single Thursday, live classes every single Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. We use an app called the Circle app. It's a community. There's all kinds of courses, classes, connections, all kinds of wonderful things to be a part of. Tuition starts at $1. Go to theschoolofdoza.com forward slash sign up and there's going to be uh, some links in the show notes. All right, let's jump in. Let's get people beyond recovered from the flu, right? Let's get better than that. Class is in session. Flu and flu-like symptoms will essentially be a part of our everyday life. After a while, people will know that seasonal flu becomes a thing around the wintertime. It even becomes a thing in the summertime. Now, when you've had the flu, it is one of the worst feelings. It knocks you out. It knocks you in bed and you can't get up and do anything. You have no energy. You don't want to eat. Like it hurts to blink, right? Like the flu is horrible and it takes weeks to recover. And in those two weeks, when you recover from the flu, it is vital that you have some kind of game plan. You cannot just go back to work after you feel a little bit better and expect your body to recover completely. It doesn't work that way. Your body was damaged from the flu because the flu is a virus. It's called the influenza virus. And the influenza virus has a worldwide effect. It is one of the most common issues that affects people worldwide. And in fact, it's, it's so bad that most people who cannot get rid of the flu actually die from it. And there's almost up to 650 deaths globally every single year from just the flu alone. So this is a serious thing that most people all like deal with throughout the year. But for the healthier individuals, you can actually recover quicker and faster from the flu. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not gonna stop a virus. A virus's job is to live and find a host and find another way to thrive, okay? So once you've encountered a virus, it's not leaving. It's, it's taking over and you have to stop it somehow or you have to recover as quickly as possible and shed the viral load that's building up in your body from influenza, okay? Now, viruses are the most abundant form of life on earth. And it, it, there's an estimate of 10 quadrillion forms and strains of viruses. So like you're, you're going to encounter viruses. They're all over your desk right now as we speak. 
But if you think about the flu and how it wipes us out and you say, well, you know, I have to get back to life after the flu. I can't just sit there and, and, and sleep all day for the next two or three weeks. I, I wish we could, but here's what I will tell you. The best thing and the first thing you should ever do when you start recovering from the flu is get as much sleep as you can. Sleep still to this day might be the most important thing you could ever do for your body. Your body was designed to sleep. Okay, it's, it's something that was already born within us. Now, the incredible thing about sleep is sleep is our body's ability to recover. All right, and that's why if you think about throughout the day, you're just gonna encounter stress, let alone 10 quadrillion strains of viruses floating through the air around the world. So you need all the help you can in your defense against viruses, because here's the other thing to consider. If you have the influenza inside of you, after you know a couple weeks sleeping will help you recover quicker from that influenza virus and it might even help reduce inflammation sleep produces anti-inflammatory antioxidants and responses in the body while we're sleeping and while you're getting good deep restful sleep your brain and your body is just doing its thing it's fighting the battle against the flu the flu has come into your body. And like I said, the viruses, I'm just gonna picture this for you. The virus has entered your body. The influenza virus is somewhere in your respiratory system. And the virus is gonna go and try to go live in a cell, most likely like an organ. Maybe the lungs, maybe the thyroid, maybe the brain, maybe the liver. Sometimes viruses go into the nervous system. But influenza typically actually attacks the lungs. So you imagine that the influence of virus, when you breathe it in, it's going to go through your nasal cavities and it's going to go into your throat and it's going to your lungs. And when the influence of virus is in your lungs, imagine that the flu has pitchforks and has a blowtorch and has a sledgehammer. And those viruses are doing whatever they can to get into those lung cells and take over because the viruses will then have a new place to live. That chipping away of the cells for the virus to infiltrate the lung tissue it causes damage. It causes lots of inflammation and something known as oxidative stress. While you sleep at night, your body makes natural antioxidants to recover and repair all the damage to your lung tissue from the influence of virus. I'm not joking. The sleep does it for you. And if you skip out on sleep for any reason or you shorten the duration of your sleep, you miss out on this ability to recover from the influence of virus. And you think about all the medications that are over the counter right now, and you're going to say, well, I need something for my mucus. I need something for my cough. I need something for my sore throat. I'm like, the best medicine out there and still has been to recover from the flu is sleep. You cannot replace it. You can't get pills of sleep. Trust me, you can't. You have to sleep. Your bodies were designed for it. You want to go a step further. This is how important sleep is. A couple years ago, they discovered something called the glymphatic system. The glymphatic system is a whole system that's basically attached to our spinal fluid. The cerebral spinal fluid that surrounds and protects our brain and our spinal cord is a special type of fluid. It has special types of antibodies and vitamins and nutrients in it and stem cells. It cannot be dirty. The glymphatic system is activated at night to sweep and clean your cerebral spinal fluid while you sleep. And if you miss out on sleep, studies show that you increase your risk of getting dementia and Alzheimer's because 
this glymphatic system that's sweeping out the brain and the, and the cerebral spinal fluid while you sleep, it, like I said, we make antioxidants. This is literally cleaning out the plaque that builds up in our brain that could lead to dementia. Okay, that's how important sleep is. It cleans out your brain while you sleep. It cleans up the damage to your lungs from the flu, right? And you have to imagine that if a person is staying up late at night because they don't feel good and they're scrolling on their phone, they're watching TV, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just causing more damage. You're like throwing gasoline on the fire. Go to bed earlier and take the next two weeks for your PTO and just your mission is to sleep six, eight hours a day if you have to on top of the sleep at night in order to recover and you think that's crazy come talk to me in three or four months if you go right back to work after you got the flu i talked to a bunch of people from 2020 to 2023 who got sick and went right back to work and guess what they are still recovering from it you have to have a game plan and if you do you get over this quicker and you do it the right way this is the right way to do it. Get healthy, healthy sleep. And if you don't know how to get healthy sleep, there's a whole podcast we have on optimizing sleep. You have to develop a routine. It's actually something we talk about in the School of Doza as well. There's a whole class that I teach on just sleep in the School of Doza because it's, it's almost like a skill. Like it's a practice. Don't feel bad that your sleep's not that great. Like there's things you can do. You can buy a wearable device like an Apple Watch or an Oura Ring uh, and start tracking your sleep. I track mine with BioStrap, you know, and, and I track it. I've tracked it for the last three years and I can tell you when my sleep's horrible and how it relates to how healthy I feel. And I'm telling you right now, watch what, if you have a wearable device, look at your sleep patterns while you had the flu and see if they're off. I bet you they are. Another thing that you should be taking to recover from the flu is N-acetylcysteine, NAC. NAC is an amino acid. It comes from our liver. Our liver makes this amino acid slash antioxidant to help us make something else called glutathione, another antioxidant that our liver makes as well. N-acetylcysteine is so powerful that for years, it's been given in ER departments across the country and the world to help regenerate the liver if someone's overdosed off acetaminophen. If you took too much acetaminophen, you would kill your liver and you would not be able to make N-acetylcysteine that is an antioxidant that reduces inflammation throughout the body. If you have damage to your lungs from the influence of virus, the influence of virus will cause direct cellular damage to the lung tissue and it will cause oxidative stress and inflammation will start. Your liver will then make something, if it's healthy, called N-acetylcysteine that then goes directly into the lungs and starts reducing inflammation around the damaged lung tissue. This is how N-acetylcysteine works. In fact, actually, there's been tons of studies that show nebulized N-acetylcysteine into the lungs after an influenza infection can help reduce inflammation and thus help repair the lungs. It's there for us. Our bodies were already designed to do this for us, but because one in four people in this country have a fatty liver, I'm assuming that most of these people who have a fatty liver don't make enough N-acetylcysteine to reduce the inflammation from all the damage they're gonna get from the flu virus. Right, I'm just assuming. 
because people don't think about the flu until they get the flu. You don't prepare for the flu until you get the flu. And then when you get the flu, I hate to tell you, it's already kind of too late. It's in you, right? And then you start, oh my gosh, how did I get sick? Oh man, and, and the only reason you think you're sick or something's off is because you don't feel good. And then I say, well, if you have a fatty liver and you don't have the flu, you probably don't feel good either, but then you get a fatty liver plus you have the flu, you must feel really bad. You're like, yeah, I'm horrible. I can't think, I can't sleep, I have congestion, I have a cough, I have achiness, you know, I have this burning pain in my throat. You know, I'm like, okay, you should take some N-acetylcysteine. And they're like, what, I should? I'm like, yeah, the N-acetylcysteine is a known antioxidant. I'll give it to you in an IV bag. You can take it in a supplement form and it's gonna help target your liver to basically get your body to start making more antioxidants. And if you can't make it on your own, we'll just give you what your body needs, and then you can start reducing the inflammation that way. You can take N-acetylcysteine as an oral supplement, as a nebulizer that you breathe in, or you could take it as an IV or an injection. I personally have taken N-acetylcysteine almost every day or every other day for the last seven to eight years because N-acetylcysteine is one of those things that you have right there on your counter that you say, oh my gosh, it's an anti-inflammatory agent, a natural occurring one that our body makes. I mean, this is how powerful this thing is. Even the WHO recommends NAC as an essential medication in their book of essential medications. And you can go find it over the counter. You can buy it online, especially from us. I mean, and what's incredible is if you come in here, whatever it is you're dealing with, especially if it's a respiratory issue, let's say it's the flu. We have tons of people coming in. They're exhausted. We say, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you some NAC. Okay, I'm gonna tell you you need to get some rest. And then we're gonna just see if your body responds to that. N-acetylcysteine is so powerful that you could start taking it today and tomorrow you'll start feeling better. You might get NAC through an IV, like because we give it in IVs. You could start feeling better like almost immediately after that. I'm not even joking. I have personally given N-acetylcysteine in IV form to our clients for the last seven, eight years is essential. And it does something completely different than glutathione IVs, completely different. If you're saying I need, if you go to an IV clinic, and this is the difference, this is why the Nurse Doza clinic is so different. I'm very proud of this. Not every IV clinic around the world serves IVs with uh, N-acetylcysteine in it, but we do. The Nurse Doza clinic does because N-acetylcysteine, in repeated studies throughout the last three, four decades has shown it promotes anti-inflammation. N-acetylcysteine, get some right now. And if you want a couple supplements to look at, we have it in our liver prime by MSW Nutrition. Our liver prime has 200 milligrams of N-acetylcysteine. Now, if you took N-acetylcysteine, I would say start at 200 milligrams to about 600 milligrams. All right, um, even Huberman was talking about, he had uh, an issue with uh, respiratory issues and, and, and he took NAC and he took, I think 600 milligrams and he took it two or three times a day. I think two times a day, I think is what it was. So yeah, I, I can say you can start with 200 milligrams to 600 milligrams and go from there. Keep in mind, it, it's a detoxer. You might not like how you feel after you detox. Cause I don't know what's inside your body, right? Besides the virus, <laughs> but NAC, NAC for the win. Now, if you come into the nurse dose clinic, you get an IV full of NAC, you go home with some liver prime. I'm going to say you're going to go home and sleep, but before you go home and sleep, another thing you should do to recover from the flu is you should go to the sauna. You should go to the sauna. And if you're up to it, I'm telling you right now, you need to sweat this out. 
the real truth, when you recover from the flu, I'm not getting you to go to the sauna because I'm getting you to just sweat. Yes, that's the detox part. When you sweat in the sauna, you activate something called your adrenal glands. And when you recover from the flu, your adrenal glands are shot. You ever heard that term burnout syndrome, adrenal fatigue, right? I have issues with my cortisol. Yeah, all that stuff is involving your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands respond to stress, no matter what kind of stress. If it's influenza stress, guess what? Your adrenal glands are gonna be activated and still gonna make a bunch of cortisol, dopamine, and adrenaline to give you enough energy to keep blinking your eyes and get up to go to the bathroom while you recover from the flu because you don't have any energy. Let's be honest, where are you gonna get your energy from to even go to the bathroom or shower if you have the flu? You don't have any energy. You're not eating, you're not drinking anything, right? So imagine, the only energy that you're running from is pure cortisol, right? Because you're awake or dopamine and adrenaline because you're nervous about being sick and you're anxious about it, right? When you're stressed, your body activates something called the hypothalamus pituitary axis or adrenal axis, the HPA. And what this does is it activates your stress response. It tells your body something's up with, with, with John. He's got, he's got something going on. He's got to go, go activate the fever. So fever goes off in the body. Like, let's just say that what happens. You come encounter with the flu. The flu goes after your body. The flu goes after your body, and all of a sudden, your body's on high alert. The adrenals get activated. Cortisol, adrenaline, white blood cells get activated, right? You go into sympathetic mode. You ever heard of that flight or fight mode, right? This is happening while you're battling the flu. You are in flight or fight mode the entire time you're battling the flu, and then the next two weeks after that you're just stuck in flight or fight mode. It's like this light switch that won't come off. Your adrenal glands are taxed, right? Because now they've been firing cortisol, dopamine, adrenaline all single day, all day, every day. And then you decide you're gonna go back to work. I'm like, no, man, your adrenals are shot. You're about to have burnout syndrome if you go back to work. And then everyone starts you know, saying, well, I'm still not 100% anymore. It's been like a month. You know, I still got this nagging congestion. I got this phlegm in my throat. It's been a month. I got this post-nasal drip that just won't go away, which is normal. But when you have a post-nasal drip, right, and you have phlegm running down your throat, I'm not worried about influenza anymore. If it's been two or three weeks and you've been coughing and swallowing phlegm and boogers, I'm worried about pneumonia. Okay, it's not the flu that's going to kill people. It's the pneumonia from the influenza that's going to kill you. Because the influenza virus, like I said, you can't get rid of that. That thing's in there. What's gonna happen is you're going to recover from it. You're gonna recover from all the damage that the virus is gonna cause on the body. Viruses for years have caused damage in the body, right? And if you think about the influenza virus, its sole job is to cause direct damage to the lungs. And if somebody is a smoker, if somebody has emphysema, if somebody has sleep apnea, because we talked about sleep being important, imagine you have sleep apnea and you're a mouth breather, all right? And then you're a smoker. Right. And then maybe you have allergies all the time. Right. You're the person that can't afford to get the flu. Let's throw that on top of this, too. Let's say that you're stressed out all the time at work. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I, I, I forgot to eat lunch. Sometimes I stay up too late working. I am super stressed out to the max. Being stressed out at work is the same kind of stress on the body as smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette for the lungs. It's still stress on the body because it still activates the adrenal glands to make things like cortisol and adrenaline. And when you're making tons of cortisol and adrenaline all the time, your body is like on high alert and that's not a good way to run. 
your body will become inflamed from being overactive with your adrenal glands. Too much cortisol leads to too much inflammation. Okay, and if you have too much inflammation in the body, you will not recover from the flu. So when you go to the sauna, the the sauna, I'm sorry, the dry sauna. You know that one that's at your gym. I go to the YMCA. They have a sauna in most of the gyms across the country. And you can go into the sauna and just sit there for 15, 20 minutes. And you know what the sauna does? It targets your adrenal glands. You're going to say, well, it's sweating and breathing. That would help with my lungs or maybe. Yes, that part. But the next part is more important. Sauna has been shown to increase something called heart rate variability. Now, this is very important. You want wearable data. You like date. I talked about tracking your sleep. Let's talk about tracking HRV, heart rate variability. Heart rate variability is on all of your Apple watches. It's on all of your aura rings. It's on your bio straps. It's on your whoops. Okay. It's on your garment. Heart rate variability has been shown throughout science to be a prediction of how we're responding to stress in our lives. Okay. Just simple as that. So I have a measurement on my wrist. I call it an Apple watch or a bio strap, right? In my case. And it tells me how I'm responding to stress anytime I wear it. Now, imagine you wear that Apple Watch and you wear the BioShot, the Whoop, the Aura, and you wear it while you have the flu, right? We didn't have this data 20, 30 years ago. Now everyone has Apple Watches, so you can see what your data looks like while you have the flu. If you've ever had the flu or if you've been sick recently, go to your Apple Watch app. It's called the Show Health All Health Data in the Health app. Go find your HRV. Go look at where your number's at when you were sick and see how low it goes and see how much of a drop it was before you got sick. Most people's HRV before they get the flu is probably around 30 to 40. Just I'm assuming the general public. When they get the flu, their HRV on their Apple Watch drops to like 9 to 15. Drops down. And you're like, that's not good. That doesn't sound good. You're right. That's not a good number. If your HRV is in the teens, you are stressed, you're sick or infected or inflamed and you're about to crash. Okay. And that's what happens when someone gets the flu. So that's why I'm telling you, you can't just expect to go work out after you get the flu, or you can't go back to work after you get the flu. You need to sleep and you need to start taking anacetylcysteine. You need to get some rest and you need to go to the sauna because the sauna has been clinically proven to increase your HRV. And if you increase your HRV, you're supporting your adrenal glands in the fight and them always being in sympathetic fight or fight mode due to being sick with the flu. Does that make sense? And you're going to say, well, he told me to go to the sauna because, you know, like I guess sweating and detox. No, 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 no. Look at your Apple watch. Your Apple watch has a low HRV in it or your whoop or your, or, or, or your aura. If it's dropped because you have the flu, you go to the sauna and you, I'm going to say drink plenty of water before you go and you need to be drink, stay hydrated all the time. If you're hydrated during the flu, okay, this is going to help you. Stay hydrated no matter what. Tons of water. Not Gatorade, water. So when you go to the sauna and you sweat all this out, you're going to activate your adrenal glands, now activating uh, the recovery mode, and now your body is able to get out of flight or fight mode. If you get out of flight or fight mode because you're relaxing in the sauna, you're now going to get a better night's rest. You'll be able to battle inflammation from the flu. And if you start taking anacetylcysteine, that's just icing on the cake. There's a couple more things you could do. If you were to actually go out of your way to make a plan for recovering from the flu, another thing you should do is do lymphatic drainage. Now, lymphatic drainage 
it has the ability to clean out your blood. The lymph nodes that are located wherever you have blood, they clean out the blood. Well, imagine white blood cells that our body makes from our immune system to fight off infections like the flu. You're gonna make a lot of white blood cells because the flu causes a lot of damage and a lot of release of white blood cells. Uh, neutrophils, lymphocytes, and killer T cells, right? B cells, all these things are released whenever you have the flu in addition to all the cortisol and adrenaline coming from the adrenal glands, right? So when that happens, your body has to clean all the damage around the lungs and the way it's gonna remove all the damaged cells is through the lymphatic system. You're gonna sweat it out, you're gonna pee it out, you're gonna poop it out, right? The lymphatic system has to be activated. Do a lymphatic drainage around your head, around your sinuses if you're congested. I tend to do this in the sauna. I will press lightly, maybe like with like a two millimeters, two, actually let's go two centimeters deep pressure with my fingers on my sinuses, around my head, my skull, anywhere I have pressure, I kind of massage it just slightly. I massage my lymph nodes around my neck and behind my jaw. I'll even do it around my clavicles, my, my collarbones, and I will thump my chest and I will literally, I'll do it for you, right? you can hear it. I thump my chest on both sides to activate the lymph nodes and the lungs ability to have lymph nodes that increase lymphatic drainage and moves all the inflammation and damaged dead cells and white blood cells that have been used, get it out of the lungs because what will happen if all that fluid stays in the lungs? You'll have pneumonia, you'll have infections. You don't want a lot of fluid in the lungs. The, the lungs don't need fluid, okay? They have enough fluid. They, they're trying to get fluid out. So when you have mucus, when you have influenza mucus, when you have inflammation and pus from white blood cells clearing up all the damage from the infection of the flu, you need to get all that fluid out and lymphatic drainage activates it. You can get all that out. So you've seen those vibrating plates that people stand on, that, that you can do it that way. You can hum like, oh, and beat your chest. That's another way to do it. Hop up and down on the back of your heels. I, I knock them on my head. I'll tap my head. Have you ever heard of tapping? You can go to a lymphatic drainage massage therapist. There's plenty of ways to do it. I just choose to do it in the sauna. And another thing that you can do, the last thing you can do that I highly recommend for you to do if you're recovering from the flu, take vitamin D3. I cannot stress this enough. Everyone in the world should be taking vitamin D3, okay, besides the people who live around the equator. Vitamin D3 is your immune system. If your vitamin D levels and your blood work were already in an a, a optimal range, you probably wouldn't have gotten sick from the flu. You would have been exposed to the flu, but your immune system would have stopped that flu from entering the body and it would never have had a chance to attack the, the, the lungs. Or if, if, if you had enough vitamin D and your immune system was strong, whenever the virus does go into your nasal cavities, you would probably just sneeze it out or, or cough it out. Or even if it was there, it wouldn't cause that much damage. Because I, I, I will admit this, there's plenty of people out there that I've seen that have been exposed to the flu every single year and they never truly get that sick. You ever heard of those people like, oh, they've been around the flu all the time, they just don't get sick. Why is that? They're healthy? I'm like, yeah, how is it to be healthy? And I mean, honestly, I, I'm around sick people all the time. I mean, there was like five or 10 people last week that had the flu, they were coming in here, coughing all over me. I can't afford to get sick. I have a business, I have a clinic, I have podcasts, I have a school to teach, I have a family, I can't afford to get sick. So you know what I take every single day as a non-negotiable? Vitamin D3. And research has shown that when you have low vitamin D3, you have an increased risk for influenza. It's in the studies. 
No joke. You go look at vitamin D deficiency, one of the most common issues across the world, and vitamin D deficiency is linked to increased risk for flu, increased risk for depression, increased risk for osteoporosis, increased risk for um, what, what, uh, heart disease, diabetes, you name it. It's just because the person is also depressed, they also happen to have vitamin D deficiency. But when they have vitamin D deficiency, that directly affects your immune system. And when your immune system is fighting off the influenza virus, you need all the help you can get. You reach for that vitamin D3 if you have it and you start taking it, okay? I like 5,000 units daily for most people. Some people need a little more. Measure your levels, see where you're at. Take vitamin D3 before you get sick. But if you're recovering from the flu, you take the vitamin D3, you take the knack, all right? You go get the sleep, you stay hydrated, right? If you're in Austin, come to Nurse Doza Clinic, get an IV full of NAC here in the Nurse Doza Clinic, right? I'll teach you to do the lymphatic drainage if you can't do it for yourself. And then I'll send you to the sauna. I'm like, I'm gonna hydrate you with an IV bag and plenty of water. You're gonna sweat this out and you're gonna activate those adrenal glands. We're gonna track your HRV. If your HRV is going higher, seriously, if your HRV starts increasing, then you're winning the battle against the flu. It's as simple as that. If your HRV starts increasing while you're recovering from the flu, you're winning the battle. Because the things that I know that increase your HRV are sauna, floating, breath work, sleep. Deep, deep sleep. Okay? While you're recovering, you're taking your knack and your vitamin D3 to help your immune system repair all the damage. Sleep's helping you recover from the flu. You're saying no to extracurricular activities right now because honestly, your body cannot handle it. It's using all its resources and energy to make white blood cells, antioxidants, and get rid of this damage that's being caused by the influenza virus because you don't want pneumonia, okay? If you're getting sick with the flu more than once a year, you need to listen to this podcast all over again and take all this stuff and just do it, okay? And if you keep getting sick more and more and more, we got to have a consult because we got to talk about your immune system because there's probably something in there that's missing. We got to run some labs or something. But I hope this podcast has been an eye opener. I love options. I love tools. I like to promote them. If you want two supplements that everyone should take right now, you should take liver prime and the D. Liver prime, it has 200 milligrams of NAC in it, right? And then the D has 5,000 units of vitamin D3 and K2. Go to mswnutrition.com, use code NURSEDOZA. And I just wanna thank you so much for being here today. I'm so proud of you for taking the time to sit in and listen. If you're watching at home too, I appreciate it. I know some of y'all do. I hope this helps you get your strength back. Not just from the flu, but from everything because I don't want you just ignoring this. We have a plan now, there are things you can do. And keep in mind, you have the ability to do this. Why? Because you're amazing, all right? I want you to believe that. If you wanna feel better, you can do it. And until next time, class is concluded. Keep working on your health.